1: hello and welcome to your pro wrestling index it has been a long ass time yes but we are back it is royal rumble season we are back uh hopefully i will not make a false promise of being back to regular and stuff like that but we're back for the pay-per-views as we usually are um and i have both my guests i have alex and i have to do how are you doing alex
2: i'm doing very well guy ready for the, probably the best pay-per-view of the year money the bank might put in a a small, small contendership there, but now I think uh, the Royal Rumble is very much clearly the most enjoyable paper of the year for, for WWE fans. And I mean, the fact that we don't know who's going to win the Rumble this year, probably either Rumble, uh, means that it's as unpredictable as ever. And uh, yeah, that's that's going to be really fun.
1: Absolutely, and uh, we'll definitely get into that. But that's the that's probably the best thing about a, a Rumble. Uh, when it's good, we don't know who's going to win. When it's bad. Yeah, we we knew we knew Roman and Seth were gonna win. <laughs> um, we,
2: we knew we we yes. knew Seth definitely, yes, hundred <laughs> percent.
3: Um, and today, how are you
2: doing?
3: Yeah, I'm good. Uh, this is my favorite, by far, favorite pay per view mm. of the year. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm excited for it. Maybe the build up has been a bit, eh, but otherwise, I'm I'm excited for the pay per view itself.
1: Yeah, and normally, but normally pay per views with shit build ups either are shit. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> so it's a, it's a flip you, of a You point. either
2: get Stomping Grounds or TLC.
1: Yes. It's one of the other. <laughs> yes. Stomping
2: Grounds, elite. No one had a single clue what match was going to be on there. TLC, awful. No one had a yes. single clue. Uh, yeah.
1: Great balls of fire, 100%. Oh, beautiful. incredible. The best tip, best per view name ever and the best for you ever. Uh oh, right? Um... So, I mean, it has been a while since we've we've been into this. I mean, we're not going to go for every damn story, but on TV, um, Alex, I, I know we obviously talk from WhatsApp and stuff like that, but um, Raw, I mean, obviously, Heyman seemingly settled in. We see the good and the bad of Heyman. I Rusev and Lana storyline. <laughs> but the good, it, for me, it's certainly outweighing the bad.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was interesting because around October, November, you could see the seeds being planted, Buddy was there on Heyman's first roar. Um, even when Heyman stood in for Vince a few months before that, we had the Lashley-Strowman fight. Oh, yes. That, that That was just anarchic. And you sort of saw the seeds being sown for what we've got now, which is actually a really quite excellent TV show. And it's a TV show that is quite varied. My issue with SmackDown right now, which we'll get onto in a sec, is there's not enough different stuff. It's only really the Mandy and Otis stuff that you can pull out as being compelling because it's different. On Raw, you've got an excellent stable, you've got a great, a really, really well done heel turn with Seth, and the whole Monday Night Messiah thing, and his character now is almost like perfect for him. You've got the the Buddy Nasta thing, you've got brilliant wrestling matches with traditional sort of lucha heel and face with Andrade and Ray, and we can get onto that later match in a sec. Uh, you've got the incredible trashy storyline that is Lana, Rusev, Bobby, Liv, which sometimes I love, sometimes I hate, but it does get a, a lot of attention and that's what it's there for. And then even in sort of the lower reaches, you've got sort of uh, the one thing I don't think it necessarily has is a strong tag division, but mm. AJ and Randy's been really fun because Randy's, Randy's giving a crap. The club are involved. IDFC, Drew, Drew was Drew Yeah, and Drew turning face, and he's been excellent. He's been really good. Um, and then even like the little moments, that our truth and Brock segment was fantastic <laughs> two weeks ago. He, Brock was cacking himself. Uh, and I think the only issue I really have is the issue that we've always had with sort of Raw with Brock on it, and it's that we don't have the title on enough. Um, but it is going to mean that WrestleMania, whoever faces him, is going to be important. So that's the point of Brock, I guess. Uh, but it's been a really excellent TV show, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I mean, I'll talk, we'll talk about SmackDown in a sec, but it's, it's the complete opposite for me. Like, I look forward to Raw, whereas SmackDown, I don't think I've watched one as a complete show in a long while. Like, no, I'll just watch the highlights on the the fantastic fox, um, Twitter account. That's pretty much what I do nowadays on on SmackDown, of course. Well, Smack f-
2: SmackDown seemingly somehow feels longer than Raw. Yeah, it's like just two hours in Raw, three hours.
1: It's because we've seen all the storylines like a year ago on Raw. <laughs> but it yeah, was it was much it, true, yeah. it was Seth instead of Roman. Obviously, Brian's um, Brian's a long time ago, but that, that's pretty fresh. But I mean, the, the, I think it's the main event, isn't it? That's pretty much sucking the joy out the place. And Lacey Evans, yeah. V Bailey's not exactly well. That's fun. i um, not exactly yeah, so eye catching.
2: The best part of the best part of a wrestling show should be the main event, and should be the undercard that gets you that keeps you interested in these. Like, oh, what's that? Gonna, what's going to happen next? Which is what Ray and Andrade are sort mm-hmm. of doing. Or oh, they're not really undercard; they're sort of midcard. But if you've yeah. got Sheamus versus Shorty G for no apparent reason. Ugh. And you've got Roman versus Baron for a reason that keeps getting dragged on and on and on and on and on. It is, it's like you said, it's going to suck the air out of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, Steve, I mean, what, what have you made of telly? I mean, feel free to touch on Raw, but SmackDown as well. I mean, how, how do you feel about it since it's gone to Fox?
3: I think it's it, since it's gone to Fox, I was expecting a lot more. You know, they were putting this whole sports narrative before before they even moved. And maybe we got it in the first episode to, to some extent, yeah, yeah. but it's just kind of just tailored back to Not, to rinse and repeat normal WWE programming. I don't see a difference between the Raw shows and the SmackDown shows. Mm, um, you weren't expecting obviously. dog food, yeah. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, but I think in terms of SmackDown, I thought SmackDown was a bit better this past week. Um, there are a few angles in there that are quite interesting. Obviously, Otis being the the highlight, the Otis and Mandy love story being the highlight. Um, Roman the best
2: thing... And- I mean, what he has going for it right now is Otis and Mandy. And i just sorry, just, sorry to interrupt, but I just want to say, if this ends in a Mandy heel turn, I'm going to be crushed. Oh,
3: it, don't don't, oh. don't do that. Don't. Why would you even put that out there?
2: I'm, I'm sorry. Mm. I just I, I need Otis and Mandy to be a thing, and I need them to be happy. It's I'm just preparing myself.
1: It took a heel turn, I can see, but no, 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 no. no. Let's I hope
3: Sonia gets a heel. That gets the heel turn.
1: Let's let's do and Otis, and, Otis and Mandy versus Tucker and Sonia. Let's do that
2: <laughs> in mixed match challenge. Yes, that would be the greatest, the highest mixed match challenge. Of I would. Actually, I'd watch that shit. <laughs> I'd watch that live. <laughs> It'd be incredible. Sorry, Taddy. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. But yes. oh, no, it, it, it's
3: worth it for that. For that. Um, for that segment of the show at the moment uh but in terms of yeah everything else on on smackdown you look at the the championship picture with brian and mm. and 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 the fiend um i i just don't like the fact that people aren't scared of, scared of the fiend already <laughs> he barely just got there and especially in the title picture it seems like no one's really scared of him anymore mm. uh, or at least not showing to be scared of him and they're already hinting at him having weaknesses so I think that's all in line with the, the the project the projected timeline of a Roman Reigns WrestleMania victory. <laughs> they always try and angle uh, around this time of the year, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and then Reigns himself, I thought he was doing well in the role that he was in. Um, pairing him with the Usos, I thought was a smart idea. Mm-hmm. I just think Corbin, they should have stayed out of his way when he was King Corbin throughout the King of the Ring. I thought he was. He was the breakout mm-hmm. um, star in that King of the Ring, and and I thought they were going to stick with that sort of character for him. You know, um, he's now pretty comfortable on the mic. Um, he can do, he can perform good matches if if mm-hmm. when they let him go. I mean, and to him, showed...
1: what was it, Ricochet was excellent in the semifinals, wasn't it? I yeah. mean, you could have just done him against well, you probably said the small flippy guys, and he could have put on some great matches. Well, that was his gimmick at some yeah, point yeah. in
3: time. It's taking out the indie guys um, when he was in NXT. So he's definitely got that in his locker. It's just when they start making him this, um, they, it seems like Vince has an idea of who who Corbin should be, and mm. even if they veer away from it, they always end up back there. And it's it's the complete opposite with Roman Reigns, where they have this. Vince has this picture of him, and even if they veer, it always ends up going back to that way. And you can see both of them are starting to go back to the mean of, of what their characters are envisioned as. And, and that's not going to be good for either one of them, in my opinion. Um, but other than that, uh, I think Raw has probably been more entertaining than SmackDown at the moment. Um, and I'm surprised you guys mentioned, the, for example, the Intercontinental belt and, and the, the matches that Andrade and Rey have been having. I'm surprised with how little Brock is on the show. That they haven't highlighted the inter- intercontinental title as much as they could have done. For example, this past Raw was a perfect opportunity for that title to close the show, be the main headline attraction. That's the perfect way to elevate it. Mm. And considering how good that match was, yeah, yeah. if you have closing the show, the go-home show, it's almost like you forget it was a go-home show. If if you if you watch Raw and see and see how it ended, so it, it, I think it's. All basically summarized by the fact that at the moment they don't have any plans put in in pen on what they're going mm. to be doing both at Royal Rumble and um, going into WrestleMania. It seems like everything is, is up in the air and pretty much anyone can come and pitch a really good idea and that's going to take the limelight. So I think the TV then suffers for that because there's no direction for it to go. And with WWE books week by week, it it does not end well.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's curious because that's I think that's a symptom of the current sort of state of Vince's WWEs that they there's two they book week to week too often and they rewrite scripts too often and they sort of put themselves in bad positions too often but we have seen in recent times that mania sometimes mania being impromptu from the rumble can actually work um coffee be be, the obvious being the women uh but also brian versus batista versus orton was definitely not the plan until i want to say what was the second last pay-per-view before, I can't even remember, was it the Elimination Chamber? Anyway, before, the the pay-per-view before WrestleMania was when they sort of realised, alright, we're going to have to put Brian in the triple threat. And obviously Becky and Ronda, and they sort of put Charlotte in there, and that, that I think putting Charlotte in the match actually increased it. If they had Ronda fit, there's a decent chance she'd probably be in this WrestleMania as well, but I don't think she's fit, and I think she's still probably recovering from cutting her finger off. Uh, and I think, yeah, Rumble to Mania, it's less of a problem that they don't have a long-term plan. It is a bit worrying, though, when you see the... Like, yeah, you're absolutely right in terms of Ray versus Andrade should have made a vented, considering how good a match it was. But... If they're really... Like, the reason I thought Rusev and Liv versus Lana and Bobby was going to make event was because Rusev and Liv were finally going to get the win. But now I'm thinking... Are they going to stretch this out to WrestleMania? Like, how... How long is this this storyline gonna go? I don't think they need to stretch it out to mania. It's not a mania payoff. You could very easily have the payoff at a minor pay per view slash a big RAW, uh, which is why I thought it was gonna be this one. I but, can
1: smell yeah. a Jerry Springer like RAW appearance. And that's oh that's not good.
2: Oh god, that's really not good. That would be yeah, that would be Heyman. That would be very Heyman, but. I think yeah, I think you're right, Taddy, and it's it's weary that they don't have a long term plan right now, especially on the this the fiend is is interesting, and we'll we'll get onto him a bit more later when we preview the match, but it's it was almost impossible once you put the title on him to sort of have him be the projection of fear that we saw, because of course, like every title challenger has to have some reason to. You have to have some reason to believe the title challenger might win but i think the hell in a cell match he's still recovering from that and that the whole impervious nature to it the one thing i think they are still doing really well with the fiend and it helps that smackdown's filmed in a slightly lower frame rate so it seemed, it like it's a bit more movie like but it does feel like a horror movie still it just feels like this is the part of the horror movie where you get a certain protagonist sort of trying to figure out a way to, you know, break the curse or whatever. Um, the red light. should go, though. Yeah. That red light has to go. That that was very, very, but, so like the whole, the on SmackDown, the coming out of the ring and then returning back down the ring, I thought was a cool idea. And Kane saying, what took you so long and Brian coming back out there? Yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. Um, and then you combine that with the Firefly Funhouse and you make it look like, this whole split personality thing is actually a like in brace head there are two of them but you know they're, are they two different people are they not everyone knows they're not obviously but in continuity they they are making it like a horror film where it's like all right he'll show up out of nowhere Bray will be on two, in two places at once so I think they're doing that well it's just that there doesn't seem to be a plan for everything else and you can sort of see that when you've got Braun going up against Sammy. And and Shinsuke and Cesaro for seemingly no apparent reason because he's not going to win the inconsistent Belt, and you've still mm. got the Rusev and Lana storyline dragging on, and you've still got Roman and Baron dragging on, and we don't know what the status of Brock's opponent is going to be, and all that. So it's the the long lack of long term planning is simultaneously good because. It's completely unpredictable. We don't know who's going to win the Rumble. And bad because we don't know if what happens at WrestleMania will be any good.
1: Yeah, that's the scary thing. Because, I mean, Royal Rumble answers a lot of questions, doesn't it? Whether whether you're looking forward to Royal Rumble or you're just like, this is going to be shit. <laughs> uh, uh, looking forward to WrestleMania, I should say. But, yeah, answer, it, it starts off the answering of the questions i suppose especially as you as you both mentioned with the short-term planning we have no idea what's happening at wrestlemania so far like in previous years we pretty much had stuff booked out like sean undertaker rock um say crap like that um say crap like that one of them was like the best match ever <laughs> um but yeah it's, it's <laughs> the greatest match of all yes, time yes, <laughs> crap like that yeah um Crap like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the other one was a bit crap. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's it, the short-termism is good and bad. I mean, it, it, it just depends where, what mood Vince is in, I suppose. Um, mm. But before we do another 20 minutes on TV, because we could probably either wax lyrical or slag it off for another half an hour or so, but um, we do have a lot to get through. Um, and NXT, obviously, um, now we're a bigger part and almost seen as a a brand in itself because people don't want to leave it and go to the main show. Um it's uh, <laughs> and it's also on it's also on TV over here and stuff now so I think it's more accessible accessible to people who just can't be ass loading up the network. Um I've not watched it but I I always do intend to watch it but I just don't. <laughs> uh but now that it's on TV I can seriously it, and put it on when I want. Um but I still haven't started it. Um But we've got Worlds Collide coming up, which is um, NXT vs NXT UK, which sounds very interesting, considering I've just seen this card, and yes, please. Um, But today, I mean, just a a brief recap of NXT. Obviously, um, now in the Wednesday Night Wars and stuff like that, I'm not sure if you watch it uh, week to week, but it it seems to have become quite, I mean, popular in its own right. It's hard comparing it to AEW numbers, but... I mean, going to TV, it seems to have kept up the quality at least.
3: Yeah, and and I think that's probably always the worry with um, these niche products is once they get exposed to a bigger market, do they lose that special factor? And maybe the fact that they're still at full sale, um, that won't be for too much longer, um, unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it. But um, they've certainly kept that um, separation from... The rest of the production that's been going on with the main roster, so that's been good to see. In terms of the 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 wars, um, I think it's clear, and obviously um, it, it has been reported that from both ends, both AEW and NXT side, they both have monitors of the other show going on mm-hmm. at the same time whilst they're producing um, their respective shows, and sometimes you can kind of see that have um, how how the the matches get planned out, who gets sent out at what time. It's always, I, I always find that interesting to see what they put head-to-head against each other. Um, but I think NXT have held their own. Obviously, they got a big bump during Survivor Series and got help with some of the main roster guys coming down. And I think that's what gave them maybe a, a closer, um, you know, it, it, it allowed them to be a lot closer to AEW in terms of the numbers. Once that sheen of Survivor Series disappeared, NXT they've carried on with a really good product, uh, production, really good product, interesting storylines, um, especially in the Cruiserweight division, which I think they've they've luckily they've adopted, and and it's been really really fun there. And it's not been as highly rated in terms of just pure eyes on 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 the show in terms of viewership and stuff like that. But in terms of the quality of the product, it's still the same old NXT in terms of very well thought out, very detailed, you know, um, decision making and planning with how storylines proceed. So I think Worlds Collide is just a, a celebration of, you know, not just NXT UK. I mean, NXT the uh, Florida one, but also NXT UK and also the integration and how much impact the UK guys have had on the us um we've seen a lot of them and more frequently now have been coming over to to do shows to have matches uh to be involved in any storylines in and around it so to have a worlds collide where both you know both those guys are are going head to head is is always good to see i think and and it's not going to be short of quality matches as as we go through the card you'll notice yes
1: yes i it is I didn't have a clue it was on just uh, on before the Royal Rumble on Saturday. I will now be watching this live, <laughs> um, <laughs> seeing the, seeing the card. Um, so, Alex, let's get into the card. I mean, May envy Kelly Ray. I'm guessing Kelly Ray is going to win.
2: Yes, after the uh, UK takeover, where that was the that was the big one where they thought. Uh, which sorry, UK takeover. I'm just gonna say, takeover was an excellent show again. Um, Yeah, I think that was the one where they thought maybe Piper could take it from Kaylee Ray. Maybe it was her time. Because I don't think Tony's winning that belt back as far as I know. Mm. She's probably going to go to Florida, NXT, proper NXT. Uh, But, you know, we don't know. We saw essentially a Tony Storm slight heel turn because she was so obsessed with Kaylee Ray. So maybe maybe she will stay for a bit. But now I think that's just going to be an exhibition match. The the best thing about these, I think, you can sort of be like, yeah, he'll just win that she'll just win that, they'll just win that for the singles matches but then you have the big, which we'll get on to in a the, the big tag matches where you're just like well, Jesus, I don't know what's going to happen there so it's it's a nice combination of sort of predictable but great matches and completely unpredictable huge matches uh, this is one of the more predictable ones yeah, okay, anyway, is just going to win, again the thing with Mia, I think she's she's got a really good intensity and a really good like vibe about her but i still haven't apart from the ladder match with ego shirai which was phenomenal i haven't seen her put on a really top class match yet so hopefully this is something something approaching that
1: Mm. i'll I'll stick with you for a more exciting match um and you probably get the best one of the weekend let's be honest in diy v mustache mountain um if this isn't like five stars (laughs) is that a disappointment
2: yeah i mean that's just got all the ingredients to be incredible um first first things first it is extremely heartwarming to see diy back together properly the nxt way with like subversive storytelling and genuine protagonists and actual you know champa and gargano see each other in the middle of the ring, Gagano comes out to save Charm, and they look at each other and you're like, oh, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? And then they hit the the, the knee in Super Geek, and it, rather than when they came up to the main roster, which was just, you guys have hated each other for the last year and a half of your life. Now, just got team together again. <laughs> that was uh, something, I mean, cost fuck. Um, but it's fine now because neither of them want to go to the main roster and they're all good and they can stay they see forever. And I'll be happy because NXT is the best thing in wrestling. Uh so yeah, so Mustache Mountain Tommy off uh well Trent beat Eddie No, wait, sorry, Trent lost Eddie Dez, didn't he? In takeover, yeah. And Tyler beat Jordan Devlin. And being back together it just seems like this is just a match to make you go, oh lads let's have an absolute barnstorm Well, let's just get all the good moves out, let's do all the good wrestling things. Uh, and, yeah, this is going to be incredible, I think. But it's also interesting to see how Champa and Gargano sort of play this, if they're going to be sort of back to old peak DIY days or if there's still going to be a bit of tension there. Um, yeah, it's going to be phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's your prediction before I go to d for it?
2: Um, probably DIY win. But I'm also mm. gonna say, yeah, probably match of the weekend. Yeah, other match of the weekend, I think, could be the one that uh, would probably follow this, which you will ask or in a sec involving a certain Finn Balor against a certain Ilya Dragov
1: Well, Wikipedia has the cruiserweight next but yes, <laughs> okay, uh, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, do what about your your thoughts on this tag match? Uh, it it should it should be really special, shouldn't
3: it? Oh, I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for it, and. It's got the potential to be match of the entire weekend. Uh, Both both these teams have so much chemistry together, and you can't see why they wouldn't have chemistry as you know going head to head as as tag teams and uh, picking a winner. It's it's like tossing a coin here. Um, I'm I'm not sure who's gonna take it. And for for it's it's one of those matches that I really don't want to go in hoping one specific team wins. I just want to enjoy it for mm. the purity that it is. Uh, I think that that's probably how most people are going to look at this match. So it's going to be a really, really fun one.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to pick a name for name's sake. I, I think DIY as well, because Mustache Mountain would lose quite a bit. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think I'll I'll go DIY just to give a name. Um, today, where I'll stick with you, the Cruiserweight title, as I say, I haven't watched a lot of NXT, but it seemingly had a... um a rejuvenation, a, re- a renovation sort of thing since it's became the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Um, uh, I've not followed it really. I, I know. I think last pod, you, you, one of you guys shouted at me for not seeing it, and um, Angel Garza. Um, but Angel Garza v. Isaiah Scott versus Jordan Devler versus, um Travis Banks. I mean, I know it's a lot of talented people in there, uh, but is there any particular interest other than the match quality?
3: Oh, it, 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 I think obviously Angel Gaza will ret, retain. He's been phenomenal mm-hmm. as champion, even just his road to becoming champion. He's got so much charisma. Um, for all the charisma that, uh, Humberto Carrillo seems to not have at the moment, Gaza has bags of it. And I, I think he's taken, you know, Humberto's, um, with as well. And he, you know, when, Leo Rush won the title. I thought he was going to hold it for a long time. And I didn't think there was anyone on his level, anyone that deserved to to take the title from him. And then Gaza steps up and he's just run with it. So he's been fun to watch. Um, I'm hoping and I'm sure that he retains the title. Um, it could be a sneaky shot for Jordan Devlin and, and mm. get him to come across. But um, for me, uh, Gaza, I'm going to be cheering him on all the way through. Um, Isaiah Scott, he's been fun at NXT. They've given him a few showcase matches, especially, you know, matches. He seems to be the one that they don't mind mixing him with the other non-cruiserweight um, people on the roster. So he's had matches with some of the big guys, and he's obviously been able to play off their size and his speed. And so he's he's had some really good showcasing. Um And then Jordan Devlin, he he's been, you know, just going up and up in terms of, you know, coming from that stigma of being just a fake Finn Balor or, or a cheap Finn Balor, to trying to create his own niche and, and just trying to thrive in in the UK, he, I think people are starting to really appreciate what he brings to um, to the show. And then, yeah, I, I think the rest of them, it's just maybe I know it's harsh to say, but maybe just filler to get to get them onto the show. And mm. but I think three main stars is definitely Gaza, Scott, and and Devlin.
1: Well, it's better than a Royal Rumble pre-show. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, um, Alex. Who I, I mean, forgot there was a pre-show. I'm sorry, you completely <laughs> reminded me. It's just gone. Wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry, continue.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that's where Sheamus and Shorty yeah. G will will be presiding. Yeah. I imagine. Um, uh, well, I don't think about that. <laughs> uh, well, we'll come back to that in a sec. Um, what? Who do you who do you reckon will win this one, Alex?
2: Uh yeah, Gaza will probably retain. His reign's been quite good. Uh and I'm not sure him and Leo are necessarily done yet. I could see another match or two there. But yeah, the NXT Cruiserweight division, which is what it should have been from the start, really, has been excellent because the full sale crowd appreciate the good wrestling. Uh they're not put in dead spots. They can actually develop storylines and they can be simple, which is what Cruiserweight Wrestling is. They they don't need huge like intricate stories they just need you know I'm the best high flyer <clears throat> yeah So like, yeah exactly they just need simple stuff um so yeah i think garza will win that
1: yep fair dues i'll just copy you because i know bugger all those
2: <laughs> Um uh, also sorry adding on to what taddy said john is phenomenal uh he had hmm. a couple of matches with walter in his local irish promotion OTT, and they are- Brilliant matches if you can go find him, but he is a fantastic wrestler, and he's quite charismatic as well. So, yeah, he's really coming. Yeah, in. He's a, he's a niche there. Yeah,
1: I've seen him a couple of times, it seems excellent. Um, Alex, I'll stick with you um, for this one. I mean, Finn v. Um, um I've only, I think I've only seen Dragunov against Cesaro that, uh, I think it was the previous, previous takeover in the UK, uh, yep. and that was... That that was something <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- this, as you is probably the only one um, that could rival Dio the tag team match with DIY and Mustache Mountain. Um, what what's your expectations here? Because I mean, Finn's obviously the bull's probably the most established person in NXT. Really, um, up against not an unknown, but someone still trying to break break through. I'd yeah, say.
2: yeah. Uh, Finn is. Really flourished in his role at NXT at this heel. Uh, I'm imagining we're going to see him versus Gargano take over Portland, which makes me think he'll probably win this. But at the same time, we're about, we're probably about to see Ilya versus uh, Walter as well, in terms of Walter's next title feud post Joe Coffee. And uh, so, I mean, th- it's not unreasonable to say that Ilya needs a win here. But Ilya is phenomenal. Um, he's an incredible wrestler and he's just got this incredible look. Uh, he's brilliant. Him and him and Cesaro was one of my sleeper matches of the year because it was so amazing. It wasn't quite matches of the year, but it was in the in the selection. Uh on an event that had quite a few of them. And Finn has really yeah, like I said, he's flourished in this role as sort of the NXT main villain and and, well, not main villain, but sort of this badass villainous sort of I'm above everyone else because I, my status is above everyone else sort of guy. And uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's been phenomenal. I think originally we thought Finn coming down to NXT was only like a six month thing, but it looks like he's going to be there for a long while and that he's actually loving, Um, which good fair, fair play to him that he should, because he's, he's yeah. Like I said, he's prospering. He's making the show better. And this show is definitely better for this match, which I think is going to be incredible. It's definitely two, it's two of my favorite wrestlers in terms of in ring stuff, in terms of what they do and how charismatic they are. So I'm just going to enjoy the fact that this match can be a thing. Uh, because, you know, I don't, I don't think we enjoy enough just how incredible WWE's wealth of talent is. And sometimes it comes back to bite them on the ass because they stock the roster too much. But when you have these talents like Ilya and Finn, and you can say, all right, just, you know, go at it. Why not? Uh it's just awesome. It's really special.
1: Who are you gonna go with?
2: Yeah, probably Finn. Uh the more I think about it, the more I think Finn probably gets that win. Um, but it's gonna be an awesome match, I reckon.
1: Yeah, I'll say the same for Finn. Um today we got you feel free to put your thoughts on the match, but who are you gonna go with as well?
3: Yeah, I think it's a clean sweep. I'm gonna go with Finn as well. Um I think um it, it should be a really, really good match. And dragunov he's one of those guys that's willing to do anything. So he's just going to take guidance from Finn, in my opinion. And Finn will pre- pretty much have license to book uh, a dream match. And and, and um, Ilya is, is going to be willing to go with him. And he can keep up, which is the exciting thing. So it, it's, it should be a really good match.
1: Yep, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, today, I'll stay with you for... Um the Women's Championship match, uh, which is Rhea Ripley uh, against Tordy Storm. Uh, Obviously, a uh, long-standing rivalry storyline. or Was it the Mae Young Classic? I think didn't Tordy get injured or something like that, whatever it was. Um, But it's a long-term storyline from even the NXT UK days, isn't it? Um,
3: Should be good. (laughs) Yeah, obviously, Rhea has that thing of, um, Tony's never beaten her and she's the one that took um, I mean the other way around sorry that um, Rhea's never beaten Tony and, yeah. and Tony and Tony is effectively the one that took the title off her so there's always that storyline there and it's kind of similar to maybe Becky Lynch and Oscar in the sense of Becky's never gotten one over Oscar in singles competition. It's the kind of same concept here for those that haven't watched um, or haven't been keeping up with their feud, or, you know, which has spanned all the way from NXT UK and it's now bleeding into the US um, NXT. So I think it, it should be a really good match. Uh, both ladies are really good workers, are very hardworking. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting a very physical uh, battle between them. Uh, but I still think Rhea is riding an insane wave at the moment. Probably her and Keith Lee have have the biggest momentum in my opinion at the moment in in all um, areas of of WWE from NXT all the way to the main roster. I think those two, if they can, if they can, you know, I, I know we'll speak about the men's rumble a bit later on and and the women's rumble for that for that matter. Um, if they have a feature in in those as well, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think for this one, uh, I think Rhea wins it. But it's going to be a really physical battle.
1: Same for you, uh, Alex.
2: Well, first let me just say that these are the two of the most, uh, what's the word? Incredible women in wrestling. Not just because they're both Australian. One uh, is the most, <laughs> most attractive woman in wrestling. I think my my love for Tony Storm has already been well well established. Uh, but also, Rhea Ripley is just bloody brilliant at everything she does. Like that, that that War Games match, she just was an absolute star. She's a and if you compare, if you can, if obviously listeners, if you've got your phone with you, go Google the first Mae Young Classic and see just how much these two have changed since then. Especially Rhea. Rhea didn't really have a character back then. She was just sort of like, uh, you know, this young Australian girl uh, and God, it, it's changed drastically because Tony at least had sort of her rock star character established in Japan and over over the UK. Uh, but Rhea has ridden this wave since sort of that takeover. I think it was takeover Blackpool. It might've been the second one when she did, she lost to Tony Storm in, yeah, maybe it was the second one in the, in the women's match. And this is sort of the continuation of that because, yeah, Taddy's right, Tony beat Rhea for the title and Rhea hasn't been able to beat her since. But now Rhea's riding this wave. Tony sort of, in NXT the other week when there was all the women sort of vying for the for the title shot, Tony came in and was just like, "Well, come on, you haven't beaten me. You should give me a chance. And that was the match that I think everyone sort of wanted to see most. Um, and now we get it at World's Collide, which is why this event is so, so cool. Uh, and like I said before, I think Tony is inevitably going to end up on NXT main. Um, I think it's just a case of NXT UK's women roster being relatively thin for the moment. That that's the reason she's not. So this match in itself should be a nice little, uh, not even like a preface because they've they've done it before. But I'm assuming it's not going to be the last. Put it that way. Um, over the next over 2020, I'm assuming they'll sort of see each other again. And it is just a brilliant sort of measuring stick of how incredible these two these two women are uh, but yeah Rhea for me is going to retain and probably going to retain the next four, sort of three takeovers because her her like Taddy said her wave is just rising and rising and rising
1: agree with that I agree with that uh, Alex I'll stay with you for the main event um, almost order to Survivor Series NXT style um, Imperium the Undisputed Era in an eight man tag match um, yeah Yes. Utter chaos. Yes, please. It's
2: Brilliant. Just love I love that NXT can just pull out this stuff. Yeah, the end of takeover, Blackpool, you're thinking, oh yeah, okay. Well, cool. Imperium just won. Walter cool match with Joe Coffey. That was nice. Uh and then Undisputed Era come out and attack them, and you just go, Oh, this is why they're they're just they're just brilliant. Era have been phenomenal. Uh I wonder whether then they're going to give Imperium the win, actually, because I think Imperium sort of need it more than UE. Mm. UE could very much eat the loss because they're, they've got all the gold and because they're so pretty just right now.
1: Well, Walt, um, Walter was made to look quite weak on the main roster as well, wasn't
2: he? He was, yeah, in Survivor Series. It's a complete contradiction, to be fair, because any time he's showing up in NXT, he's been yeah. completely dominant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'd imagine that they'll sort of continue that trend here. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Like I said before, this is the match that's unpredictable and just chaotic and insane. I'm so happy that we've got it because yeah, they've done a good job of building up two very strong factions and people say, um, like Imperium's just a sort of rip off of Walter's indie wrestling faction, which was Ring Camp. But I think they've done sort of that as well as they can in a WWE context. Um, because Imperium, the whole gimmick of the Mad is Sacred and everything, is, yeah, it's fantastic. I really like it. So, uh, yeah, this will be very, very fun. And almost certainly just utter chaos. Uh, but oh, it's just, sorry, in terms of a sidetrack, there's a question that I was thinking about this morning that I couldn't actually get an answer to. But who do you think will be the first to... Drop one of their titles out of the undisputed era in terms of Roddy's North American champion. I think he's going to face Keith Lee at tonight. Portland. I think that's confirmed now. I think it's tonight. Oh, isn't it? Tonight, of course, oh, it is tonight. Okay, that's that's going to be interesting. Um, the tag titles. I don't know who's who's really first in line for that, but I doubt they're going to. That Kyle and Bobby are going to drop them straight away, and of course, Adam Cole's got. Uh, Champa breathing down his neck. So, who do you think is going to be the first person to drop their title in the, in the UAE?
1: For me, I'd probably say um, Roddy. If if they're, mm. if they're going to push Keith Lee, and I mean Keith Lee is probably Vince's wet dream. <laughs> I know yeah. he's, I know he's got little to do with NXT, but if they want to make him look strong, then he probably, well, I imagine Keith Lee. We're going to talk about, but Keith Lee is probably one of the sure things to be in the Rumble from NXT you might want to put a title on him beforehand.
2: Yeah, that would yeah, that would make a lot of sense. But also just Keith Lee showing up as North American champion would be insane. What about you, Thaddee?
3: Yeah, I think the Keith Lee shout is a good one, especially with the timing of the Rumble. But knowing how smart uh, NXT like to be, and and I don't mean it in a bad way, like, like with the main roster when they try to be too smart – but NXT like to plan things quite long-term. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Adam Cole that was the first to lose it and he either gets kicked out of uh, UE by a Finn Balor or someone that becomes the, the, the leader. Um, I think that could mm. be quite an cool angle where sort of like a Bullet Club yep. thing where someone comes and kicks you out and, and they take the title. Yeah,
2: that That's would make a lot of sense. And also the idea that Adam Cole was the one sort of pushing everyone else to be like you got to be more like me you got to win the yeah. title i was the first member of ue to have the gold and if he's the first member to lose it that would be really interesting
1: yeah i quite like that show actually um predictions uh i'll, I'll go imperium you sticking with imperium alex yep uh what about you to do
3: yeah clean sweep i'm going imperium
1: okie dokie right uh that's the undeniably good stuff. <laughs> let's get into the interesting <laughs> card. Um right. Seamus v Chad. We know Seamus is gonna win. Nobody wants to talk about yeah. that. Um no, sorry, sorry like, Sorry, shorty G. Sorry. Shorty G. B- uh-huh. Bleacher Report's got him listed as Chad Gable doing him a favour. Let us not be aspirations. Uh, yes, yeah. let's let's not do that. Um <laughs> Right, uh today I'll we'll start with you on this one in the way the this is uh, Bleacher Report's got it um listed uh becky lynch we ask you. i mean we kind of alluded to it that's probably been up and down but but the story is there um and as we said uh in the raw bit of the movie before we started recording a couple of you remember uh this was brilliant last year are you expecting the same this year
3: um i think becky wins and yeah. she goes on to yeah, yeah, yeah. you know be the the female that the female version of main eventing the um, wrestlemania whether or not she does main event i think depends on who wins the the rumble um so i i think i'll i'll I'll, I'll go with my shot for the rumble later and and that may, makes mm. sense but i think um in terms of this match obviously becky's come across as i think they've written her really well and and i think she's had a huge part in how she's been written it just has becky all over it where you know, she's she's become the champion. She's now gotten comfortable as the champion, and she sees what the 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 corporate side of things of of being champion is like. You know, the the private jets, the money, the uh, notoriety. You know, going on the shows and all of this stuff. And she and she she then notices that Oscar's been. You know the, the the company's been protecting her from Oscar because they know that Oscar is mm-hmm. the only one that you know that can beat her basically, and she's now kind of saying, no, this is not why I became champion. Like, I, you know, um, I'm going away from who I was, and and to get back to that, I have to face that one person that defeated me pretty much um, in, in the form of Oscar. So I think they've written her really well. Um, Oscar herself has played her role really well, but mm-hmm. just the fact. That Oscar still has the tag titles, means to me that there's no chance. <laughs> famous lost words, but there's no chance that she she wins this match. Um, I think it will still be a good showing for Oscar, but Becky comes out on top.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you there. I think that's pretty much all you can ask. us. I mean, to be fair, the albeit it's a horrendous name, the Kabuki Warriors are probably the first women's tag champs who have actually done something with it. Albeit I know they've kind of put Becky in there as well to uplift it but this is the first time you think oh they actually are attacking um but yeah i'm I'm with you there i think it'll be good but ultimately they'll becky lynch gets the nod and then we can talk about um whoever wins the rumble
2: um alex same for you yeah i think it's curious that um becky post winning the title had the stuff with sasha that was good had some stuff with lacy oh, no, you, you, you
1: can't you can't yeah. blow over the lacy stuff before the yeah, stuff. yeah no, i'm not
2: going for <laughs> a lot to do i'll try to set up i'll try to just skip over the lacy stuff no yeah the lacy stuff was not good it was not good at all uh but i mean that had a lot to do with her boyfriend as well um then you, yeah you sort of had that that strange period where that charlotte was sort of hanging around and then they had the the tag team thing and I don't want to give them credit because I don't think this was how they did it, but they sort of stumbled their way into the perfect Becky mm. elevating feud because I don't think they initially, well, maybe they did. Maybe I can give them credit because Becky versus Asuka was always something they were sort of subtly hinting at. But I think it was more through Becky than through Asuka because they sort of put Asuka aside and said, all right, you can win the tag titles with, with um Kyrie now and we'll finally give you to an actual theme, which is quite good. And it's nice that it's not mm-hmm. that stupid mashup. Oh, um, the only mashup that works is Baron Corbin's, which is tremendous because it's really annoying. No, I, but anyway, that's a, that's another. It, it's shit, but so, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it's it works because it's shit. It works because you're like, oh god, this music's so annoying. But anyway, sorry, that's <laughs> yeah. a, That's another. thing. Yeah, yeah. So they, the community worries, they got the music, they m- were made serious, and now they've managed to weave their way. And a lot of it is through Becky's ability to talk really well. Let's not discount that because some of the promos about Oscar has been incredible, Mm. but this storyline is making Becky legit again. It's turning the heat up.
1: It's turning the heat up just before WrestleMania. I think that's
2: exactly. And there was a moment on raw when Charlotte was talking about, I'm going to win the rumble, blah, blah, blah. And Becky just came into shot and she just smiled at Charlotte. And there was a massive pop. And that's the kind of pop that Becky was getting sort of this time last year when the whole Ronda thing was going on. And the fact that you haven't got Ronda there to turn up the heat again means you need something different and enter Asuka. So that was that's was that. been really, really well done. It's actually probably been their best crafted storyline in a while, I think. With yeah. all that being said, it's, it's difficult to see sort of Asuka winning this, but... If they want to stretch this out to mania, you could very easily have the complete shock. Because they do shocks like this before. And you could very easily have the well, to be honest, Asker it was a shock
1: it was a shock last year when Asuka wouldn't, or it was to me.
2: It was, yeah, yeah. Well, it absolutely was, because I wasn't expecting and again Becky tapped out. And you just go, Well, they could very easily do that again because it's it's the switch in play. It's the you don't think Asuka's gonna win again. Well she just has. That meaning we're going to go to WrestleMania and we're going to prolong this feud a bit. And, I mean, if you do that, you could either... Well, actually, they added Charlotte last year. So let's, mm. that's for the sake of it, say, adding someone else. Shayna, maybe. Or you that gives you the reason to have someone from SmackDown with the Women's Rumble. Because you've just set up the Raw the Raw Women's title with a single match, which is yeah. Becky being desperate to kind of get the title back. So I think this has been really well done. In terms of who I say winning, I still think Becky. Like, my head says Becky, but my heart is being, not my heart, but my sort of another part of my head is being very weary, going, careful, they really could do Oscar.
1: I'd quite like it, to be honest, because I don't think it's going to stale with Becky, but if, if you freshen it up, I think we've seen it in the past where, like, God, going back years, like, CM Punk lost it and then he went on his big long spell didn't he um and stuff yeah like exactly that. and think- it's
2: happened it's happened before even in the 90s they used to do that all the time with brett with austin yeah so it's not it's not like mm-hmm. they are averse to it it's just that i wonder whether they the one thing they have planned out is becky's opponent for mania
1: yeah well we'll talk uh, i'm guessing we've all got a name it's mine um, yes yes, well, yes yes we yes, do royal rumble <laughs> we'll talk about royal rumble um Probably another one to gloss over. Um, Roman Reigns v King Corbin. Roman Reigns is winning Look, this.
2: Yeah, all I'm saying is if Roman doesn't win, I'm gonna be really annoyed because just Baron needs to get his come up into some point. And I, I like, I understand that A, it's gone on too long. Yes. B, on the flip side, I understand the point of view that says Baron is a good heel at making you really annoyed at him. But I think he was, we've already said, he was better at that in King of the Ring when he was actually allowed to be free. This version of Baron Corbin, where he needs his lackeys and his cronies to do his bidding, I'm not having it. But if Roman wins now, we can say, okay, we're done with that. It wasn't great, but we got where we were supposed to go, which was Roman winning to probably a cheer because people are going to say, yay, it's over. And we can move on. If Baron wins or if there's Tom Foolery, it's just gonna be the most grating, annoying. Mm. Why are we still doing this thing? There, there is gonna um, be bullshit.
1: Like Ziggler and Rude will and the Usos will fight in this in the in the background of this match.
2: Almost certainly. Yeah. But just have Roman win. Make it Yeah,
1: yeah uh, same for you to do.
2: Um
1: don't, don't, don't! <laughs> for fuck's sake! Don't, don't prolong <laughs> in hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get like fucking the fiend v burrow v Roman at WrestleMania or some shit.
2: No, don't, don't <laughs> say that. No.
3: The only reason I, I'm I'm pausing is because I'm uh, the safest bet of who's gonna win the rumble is probably Roman Reigns. If, yeah. if you were yes, the safest mm-hmm. bet, and I don't see them having Roman win both this match and the Rumble. I think that's just too much. <laughs> like Even just, for Vince, I Jesus. think that's just too much Roman. So could Roman lose this one by some tomfoolery? And then, oh, no, he's... Uh, and you know Michael Cole is then going to be all oh. over it. Oh, Roman has lost. How will he ever come back from this? And then number 30 in oh, the Rumble God. Turner.
0: Yeah. Oh.
3: Oh,
1: then, then, he's, then he's going to fight. They
2: can't have him at 30. Then he's gonna I fight. agree with all of that. Mm. If they have him at 30, they're shooting themselves. Not shooting themselves yeah. the foot, they're shooting themselves through the chest. If that happens,
1: though, he's going to have to fight Corbin again at Elimination Chamber or whatever. Yeah, I know, between. that's what
2: I don't want.
3: Yeah. Oh. He will.
1: That will be his oh, shit. They're going yeah, to do
2: that. Give him Sammy or Cesaro. Or give him, no, not Cesaro. I don't want to cheer him to remember Cesaro. Give him, I don't know. So Tell him not Baron, please. <laughs> hey, yeah, you can, and again, fight, you can fight Ziggler or Rude for the eighth fucking week in a row. <laughs> but again, it's not necessarily the Baron is bad. It's that the, the storyline is bad. Yeah. I want to make that clear yeah. because Corbin will move on and probably do something very, very cool. He Not cool. Something very annoying, healy, Henry, in a good way.
1: Him v. or some shit will happen.
2: Yeah, which I mean, fine. Braun's overrated and crap anyway. You don't need Braun doing anything. So w- yeah, why do you, yeah, I but I agree with Tadima that they're gonna they're probably gonna have Tom Forey because well that's if Roman's gonna win the rumble. Yeah. I mean we'll get onto that in a sec. So there's a very good chance that the ending to this match will sort of set the tone for what's gonna happen later on.
3: And it'll be the similar thing of when Becky obviously tapped out then then people are disappointed. Oh, we'll get, and we're, getting a year,
1: we're getting a year-long storyline of oh, how he can't beat fucking <laughs> Baron Corbin. I'm sure he's beaten, about, oh, he's, he's beaten Baron Corbin about 800 times. <laughs> Just compilations of dog food yes. being oh, thrown
2: in the WrestleMania package.
1: Wrestle, like, WrestleMania for the universal title. Dog <laughs> dog food on a fucking ball match. But, <laughs> but it's, like, like Vince's,
3: it's like Vince's wet dream. He gets the oh, Baron God. Corbin heat, which he loves. He... He, like, every time Corbin goes out, um, Vince is always talking about how how much heat he gets from the live crowds. And I don't know if it's go-away heat or just, you know, normal heat. I don't, I don't
0: think
2: it's necessarily go-away heat, but I do think it's, the more this storyline goes on, the less people are actually angry with him. And the more they're just like, oh, please end this. yeah. <laughs>
3: But uh, I either way that that has gone no that has been noticed by Vince and it seems like um Corbin's come back into the good graces because I think about two years ago or a year ago when he won the cash in the cash in, yeah. The cash in yeah, yeah, he he made a comment with regards to concussions and stuff like that. And obviously having come from the NFL, I think he was maybe a little more educated or a little too educated for Um, the WWE's liking and and the comments he was making so he got a bit of heat from that um, internally within the company and the higher-ups but I think now with the amount of heat he's able to get the fact that he enjoys being the heel um, he seems to be getting back in the good books of Vince so it just seems like the perfect thing for Vince that I get to get the heat for Corbin and I get to get people to think, oh, Roman's done and dusted. And then how will Roman ever, you know, that Michael Cole, like how will he ever survive these odds? And then mm. he goes on and wins the Rumble. It, it, and he'll obviously come out the to big the big dog Rumble, has what, like, his ticket to WrestleMania. <laughs> he'll be like oh, taped up and he'll be like feigning an injury. And oh, he, I can't believe he's coming out for this match. It, it just seems written in the stars. But I just want, with regards to this specific match, is there a reason why this one wasn't the strap match, like a dog dog collar match?
2: Yeah, what? that's oh the
1: god, that stipulation. Been fucking... I, forgot that was a stipula- I forgot that was a stipulate. Yeah. I forgot that was a stipulation. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because if ever a match needed a stipulate, well, not needed. I don't. I retract that completely. If ever a match was going <laughs> to have a stipulation,
1: deserved but stipulation, didn't, needed. Yeah,
2: yeah. Deserves one. Then it was. It's this one. Um... Because what what could they have done? Yeah, like that rope. I suppose it's the same thing as a strap match as a rope match. Didn't they do it Mate. in
1: the nineties yeah, when yeah, they because... had didn't they do it in the nineties when they had dogs around the ring? Oh yeah. Was,
2: God it, God. Bi- yeah, was, it, was
1: it was it big boss Man <laughs> <brother> or something?
2: <laughs> was that was Big Boss Man versus is. Who was it? Was it wasn't versus Big Show, it was versus someone. Yeah, you're right though. But um Yeah, the the I mean this is sort of digressing onto the the next match we're going to talk about, or maybe not the next one, but the strap match stipulation makes me think, uh, what's the word? They want to, not necessarily, yeah, protect is probably the right word. They want an out for Daniel Bryan because he sort of has to lose this, but they need another out to make it look like, well, because there was a stipulation and Bryan's a pure wrestler, he can take the loss. So, I understand why they did the strap match. They even set it up storyline wise with the fiend slipping away like a greasy monster. Uh, so it's not necessarily like the, There's nothing that you set, you look at and say, well, that's wrong. And they shouldn't be doing that. It's more just the overall idea that Daniel Bryan versus the fiend is a strap match. That's sort of irksome. Whereas if you thought Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin was a dog collar match, you'd be like, Oh yeah, there they go again. So yeah, that you're right. Sounds
1: Hattie, that sounds so awful. I can picture it.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, the, this storyline's gone on long enough that they might as well pull out all this this random awful shit. So yeah, I think I think you're right in that respect, Taddy. But I think the strap match is more, in terms of a logical way to do the Daniel Bryan versus Fane match and have what they want to happen happen. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so we're going to ignore today's prediction, not because I don't want it to happen. Um, <laughs> uh, shall we gloss over Bailey V. Because surely, I mean, it's surely got to be Bailey. You, yeah. you can't have not going go into WrestleMania as yeah. champion. You, you just can't. Is that the same for you to do? <sighs> no, not again. No,
2: no. <laughs> mute your mic.
1: Vince has it's, got it's, Vince has got all this blonde bullshit over on Raw. He can't do it on both shows.
3: Vince loves Lacey Evans. Um He does, yes. And I think the fact that they turned her baby face. <sighs>
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
3: the only thing though is that the storyline between uh, you see all of these are so hinged on on who wins the rumble obviously but the story of Sasha turning on Bailey and and that becoming the match at the end is a really good match but I'd you guys were speaking about, you know, um, just switching titles when it came to Oscar and Becky. I I, I could see something along the lines of hmm. uh, Lacey Evans winning one and not necessarily having a long run, but just winning it to say, you know, she's been a world champion. They do love yeah. that. Yeah,
1: I mean, to be fair, I'm sorry to cut you off there, you could see like barely winning at whatever, I think it must be Elimination Chamber, winning at Elimination Chamber and then Sasha does the turn there or something.
3: Yeah, well, at the very least, well, actually, my prediction actually for this match is going to be it's going to be a no contest. Somehow Bailey's going to escape with the title, either because of, you know, Sasha's help or something like that, and it's going to lead to a stipulation match for their next match between Bailey and and Lacey Evans.
2: That that makes sense, but I think there's a lot of people. I'm not insinuating that's what you were suggesting, but there's a lot of people who are saying if they do Bailey versus Sasha that Sasha's gonna sort of turn heel on Bailey. But I think it's gonna be the, not necessarily the opposite. I think it's gonna be a case of if Sasha wins the rumble, Sasha will be like, Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to face you and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pick your title and Bailey's gonna be the one who goes even more dastardly heel because she can't stand the idea mm. of someone taking your title off her. And I think that would be a more interesting story where Sasha's reluctantly going, like, Alright, I'm sorry, I have to take your title and Bailey's just like losing it and just completely like out of control, being like, "No, you're not going to take this. You're not going to take this." And then that's how you get Bailey down further down the rabbit hole of I'm a evil sort of champion heel, and you can sort of rescue Sasha from. I mean, again, it's it's her own not her own fault. It's her own. It's a injury proneness that's sort of got her st- stammering a bit. But winning the Rumble is the sort of thing that you could easily see them giving to Sasha as a means of. Trusting that that match without any real build up. That being said, it would make a lot of sense if yeah this came to a no contest because you have to fill an elimination chamber with something, and the easiest way is to sort of continue this feud, which hasn't been awful. It just hasn't really been much, um but yeah, I still think it's probably going to end. By it. Unless they find, unless Carmella's right to come back in and they do that for Elimination Chamber, uh, it's probably going to end in no contest. But if they do have Carmella come in, which they probably should, then I can see Bailey winning. I just don't. I don't think there's any visage where you see Lacey Evans as champion. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, unless Vince gets away, I mean, he's got he's got he's got Lana and Liv and Raw. He's got enough. That's enough, blonde. That's enough.
2: <laughs> That's enough, blonde. It is, and yeah, and Charlotte as well. Also, you know,
1: and she's, You don't need yeah, any more. You, you can book Charlotte well, and it doesn't like piss you off. Well, it does a bit. but You
2: can. she yeah, bit, No, it's fine. She's she's, she's actually like deserving. <laughs> she's extremely talented. As yes. To, well, Lacey's not that bad. I like, her, but she just don't make it. She she was, <laughs> she, was she was She was. <laughs> she was for a while. Yeah, but no, just don't make her champion. Yeah, it's just done. Do right,
1: um, Bray v Brian in a strap match. Which does, does it just mean they're tied together, or did they have big belts to hit each other with? I, I I can't remember what a strap match is. It sounds like something from like the Bradshaw era of SmackDown.
3: They'll basically be tied um, on an, effectively a rope, right? So, your hand, you, so his right hand will be handcuffed. The other guy's right hand will be handcuffed, and then there'll be about like a, a meter long or two meter long oh, okay. between them, basically.
1: Okey dokey. Right, that sounds shit. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what I was saying. That yes, I thought that was going to yeah, be
3: yeah, Roman yeah. and Corbin, but there would be dog collars.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that sounds perfectly shit for that view um,
3: Because the big dog.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus. Absolutely. I um, mean, there's some, some BDF, the thing, I mean, BDSM shit. Sort of, <laughs> sort
2: of, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. There is a section of Twitter that will hear you say that and go into it right tis. Um, but no, I think, I mean, I sort of covered this before, so my thoughts are pretty much there, but um, it could get very horror movie again, though, and not in a bad way like, like uh, Hell in a Cell was. It could very much be like, well, where you can't go anywhere, Brian. Where are you going to go, Brian? And then, obviously, the comeback comes up. But uh, I just get rid of the red light is my only request for this match. Just don't do the red light. Mm.
3: It, it,
1: I think... I mean, we, we both love The Fiend. It's well documented. It, our prophecy kind of came true, but they ruined it and made it shitty. They did, yes. Yes. Um it did. Uh, the red light and well, Hell in the Cell didn't help, but the red light is it's a it's a killer. It's it's a it's mm. a it's a match killer and it's a story killer. Because every time you think Well you think when, when we were fantasy booking you're thinking, okay, natural story, Daniel Bryan. That could be excellent. If we look at it now we think there's a fucking red light. I can't mm. be asked. <laughs> I
2: can't be asked. And it detracts from the story, which has been excellent, where Brian's hair comes off, well not excellent but it's been very good, Brian's hair comes off you get old Daniel Bryan, you get American Dragon, you get revitalized Daniel Bryan and face Daniel Bryan again. So in terms of all the ingredients and the way it's come out and the, the jumper brace stuff and the five yeah. fight left on him, I think we've seen The Fiend a bit too much but that's okay because I understand what, what they're going for going to media season. But all the ingredients are there, it's just being like the actual match itself, like you say, I, there will be a red light there, and it will turn you off immediately because you'll be like, oh, "This red light's shit, just get it away." Yeah. So there is a there was an insinuation that it was like the red light that gave like gave the fiend his power, and that he's basically a big match player, and like when he gets into that zone and when the red lights on, he becomes indestructible. Uh, that was my source for that is Rambling Rabbit, um, but. I think you can easily do The Fiend and the horror movie stuff and the scary stuff without the red light. Just have the lights cut out, have them go dark, have him disappear. You, WWE is so good at that, you don't need to actively hinder your match with a red but, light.
1: When it was Finn, it was about the spotlight thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like it was almost like I don't know fucking scream one and two where it's like fucking, it's all black and white. It's all like darkness and then there's one light. That that was so much better. And I mean, Finn was probably the high point. I mean, because they didn't rush it into bullshit with Seth. But um, yeah, the red the red lights just simply got to fucking go. And we, yep. I think we all three of us know it will be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it
2: better not be there for Mania. That's all I'll say. It, it will if it's be. there for Mania. It will be. It will be terrible.
1: Because Reigns is going to beat him at, Re- at Mania and then the red light's going to go away. There you go. Hmm. That That sounds like some correct levels of bullshit.
2: Um, yeah, it sounds about right.
1: Yes. Um, I'm going to guess Bray's going to win this because he kind of has to. <laughs> um, and yeah, the the feud we're alluding to. Robert V. Bray. I mean, it does right itself, but yeah, that that's going to suck dick. Um Oh, uh, I mean, what, what what do you think about the match? Because we've seen we've seen a mix of why where we've seen. I mean, him v. the Miz and jumper form was the best thing I've ever seen. That was match of the
2: year, the greatest. That was that match. was the greatest. <laughs> right, again, when we fantasy booked this guy, we said have jump have Bray wrestle in the jumper. I didn't think it was going to be as good as that. It was incredible. <laughs> he was dancing around everywhere and he was like, Oh, it was amazing. The only thing we missed was a puppet coming out and, and hitting Miz. But oh man, it was uh yeah, in terms of the actual match itself, yeah, you're right. We've seen good and bad. Uh Hellis Cell, very much bad. Jumper Bray. And even like his last match with Brian wasn't too bad. It was good. Mm. Uh this the one I was think,
1: if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, the ending was a bit whack but the actual match before that was decent enough my big thing is uh, like i said before i think the stipulation is their way of they're like they're out for sort of protecting both so i don't expect it to be a classic put it that way but i i think it's a necessary evil for where they want to go
1: yeah i'd agree with that i'd agree with that (laughs) uh today were you are you are you in the fiend fan club i don't know you're not like Mo. You don't. You don't hate him. Where, where Where do you sit
3: on this? No, I like the Fiend. I don't like WWE. Yeah, uh, that, production that, that's but, a, that's, a good,
1: that's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. I think they they've ruined what was such a special thing. They just need to give it to Bray and let him run it because everything was going so well, and then they just started to overproduce it. Um, the yeah. Hell in the soul, what all of it. All of it. Just give it back to Bray. Let him um, shoot the um, Firefly Fun House with the guys that that he was doing with beforehand, um, and then just get out of his way, man. But obviously, it, it, the fact I think also the fact that knowing so early on that the, that it's pretty much leading to Roman vanquishing him at WrestleMania has kind of taken the sheen off him a little bit. I was hoping I was going to have a lot more, um, a lot more of him and to enjoy the, mm. this character for a lot longer. But just knowing that the inevitable is coming is taking a lot of the fun out of it. If, for example, they're not going to um, have Roman beating him at WrestleMania, can they please tell us now so that I can get back to enjoying him? <laughs> yeah. Because at the moment, I, I really can't get into it knowing what's coming. Uh, <clears throat>
1: Well, I mean, whilst we're on it, I mean, would you rather have the inevitable happen and Roman beating him at Mania, or would you like throw up a surprise and like have Brian beat him, and it beats and it works and it
2: was storyline?
3: Oh God, no! They can't beat him now.
2: Yeah, I I would prefer Roman beating him at Mania. Yeah, because the- it's like you said, guy, that eliminates. All of the pretenses. If they're going to, if Taddy, if and that, that's what Taddy said is exactly right, they should have Bray, like, sort of do it. But I think if they have Bray do it, it will be after Mania. If they give him, say, all right, now that you don't have the title, do whatever you want, rebuild the fiend back up, have Bray look weak, uh, like, not look weak, sorry, show weakness and show frailty and be like, oh, my God, I'm actually not impervious, then you get the clean slate because Roman's beaten him. If you have Brian beat Fiend now, it just takes too much away from the character. For yeah, me but
1: anyway. Then jump a break and win the Rumble.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that that uh, would be amazing. That could still happen. <laughs> it could uh, still happen. Yes. Uh, but no, I think I, I agree with you there. I think it's. I mean, it'd be interesting if they did have his first loss in like a triple threat or something. I mean, you could you could extend Daniel Bryan to to mania. I I just don't really, I really, I really don't want it to be Roman Reigns to just beat him with like one spear. It it will the piss it will piss me off.
3: The thing is, Vince has been trying for years to have that Roman Reigns fireworks main event moment. Can we not just give it to him now? If he's all the he's re- had
1: like. Eight opportunities to do it. No, no. Yeah, but they none of them were good. <laughs> yeah, none of them work. But up. this won't be <laughs> good. It'll get a, it'll get shit if we on all again.
3: Just pretend as fans that this is amazing and this has gone well. Uh, yay! Then <laughs> we to the and then just we can all him. Otherwise, it's going to happen every single year. Vince wants that most. <sighs> it's like his most. It's-, it's his most like focused thing in terms of WWE is how to get Roman that moment. That's his John Cena. That He's the franchise of of WWE. He has to have his WrestleMania moment as the main event, beating the champion one-on-one with the fireworks going off and the crowd-sharing. That is Vince's utopia and he's going to keep going back and back and back to it until he finally gets it. So I think we should just all fake it, give it to him, and then we can all
2: move <laughs> well, on. Also, it
1: will be shit on, though. It it just simply
2: will. It probably will. But, like, everyone complains that Vince doesn't do long-term booking anymore. The one thing that he (laughs) has long-term booked is this Roman Reigns ride. Ever (laughs) since, even pre-leukemia, he won. Oh, no, sorry. Pre-leukemia ran the universal title. Remember before that, he had his US title run. And he was like, oh, yeah, Okay. The US title, that's going to drop him down a bit. and Then he got, obviously, the leukemia thing was genuinely terrible. And it's made Roman sort of, it's made this redemption story somewhat understandable in itself. But also then Roman hasn't been near the title at all since he's come back from leukemia and Vince has long-term booked the shit out of this thing. And he's like, right, we're going to build him up. We're going to do it slowly. They're not going to give, we're not going to give any sense that Roman is fighting for a major title. At all, we're going to stick it with Corbin for eight months, and that's going to that's going to be shit. But it doesn't matter because it's fine. They can't complain that he's not. They can't complain about him fighting for a title and being overpushed, and it's going to lead to all to this mountain. And Vince is going to think, "Oh yes, I'm a genius." And we all just have to tell him, "Yes, Vince, you're a genius. Well done." Now, don't do it again, okay? Now you've had your you've had your thing. It's fine. Roman's i I'm not, and this is not anti-Roman. It's anti-Vince because Roman yeah. is. In all respects, in terms of, if you combine everything, he is probably one of WWE's three strongest assets. And therefore, he should be booked very strong, but not in this triumphant fireworks. Oh my God, Roman's finally done it. He's finally climbed the mountain. When it's a mountain, he's climbed 8,000 times before. This is not Everest. This is a hill in Nottinghamshire. Okay? It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to happen, but we all just, like Taddy said, we all just have to placate him and say, oh, yeah, well done, good job. Now give us Rome, our proper Roman back.
1: It's going to be shit. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think we all think Bray's going to win this one because he has to. Um, Royal Rumbles. Uh, the women's one, I mean, let's get this one out of the way because other than the winner, there's not really much interest in the Because course. In terms of NXT... Well, other the than winner is Yeah,
2: that's it.
1: Yeah, I, the only NXT person I can see of interest is because Yeah, EO will really... probably come out and
2: do some mad flips. Yeah. That's
1: the other thing I can say. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't really see Raya in it, because she'd obviously nah. have the match before. I mean, she yeah, might come in. will come and
2: do a
3: 450. Who? Bianca Belair. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah I, forgot, I forgot that out. was
1: your girl. <laughs> so... To so has got
3: Bianca winning. Um, I know not at all. But it, just on the Shayna one, yeah. Um, the heads, just the heads up in terms that uh, she got a lot of heat for that triple threat match at Survivor Series, yeah. even though I don't think it was her fault. So I don't see her. Um, it it seems like her plans to come up to the main roster have been put on hold for a little bit. Um, that
2: might be a post-mania thing yeah. it's just that you can't see really anything more for her to do in nxt that's the thing uh, you so she's sort that, of in limbo
3: i think that was the plan though was and obviously nxt were there planning they they you know the the plan was for her maybe to come win rumble challenge becky and then that's one-on-one at, at mania um but then after the heat that happened there, NXT just carried on with their plan. Um, and then WWE just go with whatever Vince feels like on that day. So the, just a little maybe a pause on, on oh, her yeah. call-up. But if hopefully uh, Vince has gotten over it by now. It's been a couple of months.
1: I mean, as soon as he sees her on the ring, he'll be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing here? <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: Uh, but at the the same time there was a a very good quote from Becky which was men have dozens of awful main events of pay-per-views, women have one, and it gets lambasted
0: Mm. it wasn't anyone's
2: fault it was just a bad match bad matches happen certainly Vince should know that of all people he still pushed Seth despite the absolute horror show of a not actually, no. That's that's untrue. Despite the absolute horror show, of, I was about to say a horror show of a twenty to nineteen he had, but no, it was mostly just the last half of twenty nineteen that he had a real horror show. Well,
3: not even put in a death. He
2: turned heel. Oh. Sorry,
3: the match was put in a death spot as well, so it was. Yeah, really there It was from there as well.
2: It was yeah. It was a shame, but in terms of who can win it, well, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But I almost think that Charlotte's too obvious. Like last year, Seth was obvious because it made sense. But yeah. they didn't. I don't think they pushed it as much as they're pushing Charlotte. Like they didn't thrust it down your gob in the same way that Charlotte is literally the only woman who's declared that she's in the rumble. Mm. I mean, it's. I mean,
1: we've them we mentioned three names throughout this. I mean, Sasha, mm. um, Charlotte, and I'd I'll, I'll throw Shayna in there. I think. That's probably the one. That's probably the moment there that you, if you want her in there, she has to win the rumble. Um, yeah, and you can throw in Charlotte however you like <laughs> on either show because she is she is omnipotent. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm I'm favouring the Shayna one to be honest. Cause I know she she didn't have the undefeated streak like Asuka, but she's had the most dominant run in NXT. Um. And I've always thought her coming to the main roster would be much better for her because I think in the NXT it's always about mad shit, whereas hers is about technical, story driven mm. stuff. I think that'd work a lot better on the main roster, and I think you can you can have her win the rumble and then build her up over the
2: three months,
1: whatever it is, two three months. Yeah. Uh,
2: also, there's the there's the Ronda past as well, which makes all of the sense for the storyline. Yeah. But my tip is probably still Sasha because of what I said earlier about the way they can do that with Bailey, and then you can already have Becky versus Charlotte if you want because... Well, you can do the same yeah. Bailey, sasha I suppose. Well, I suppose that's true. But I think if you're, if you're turning Sasha face and you're making Bailey the villain, then having Sasha win the Rumble and be like, well, I guess I'm coming after you makes the most sense for me. That's the reason I'm put, putting it anyway.
1: Right, so you're going to go with Sasha, I'll go with Shayna. What are you mm.
2: going to go with today?
3: I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey.
2: Oh, oh shit! <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, that would be insane. Yeah. That would be awesome.
3: Uh, I don't know, you know, with the personal um, situation she was going with, wanting to start a family and all of that stuff, I don't know where she is in that position, but... I keep hearing Ronda's not far away. Ronda's not far away. Ronda's not far away. So I, at, at, at one point, I have to throw it out there and then say just Ronda, Ronda at Mania. I mean, Ronda versus Becky at this coming Mania. Um, it, it's going to be built from this, this Royal Rumble, I hope. That, that, that's who my mm. shot would be. And then also just the shout out that Naomi is pretty much going to be in the Rumble as well. So she'll oh. come in. She usually does the high spots for them. Um, she's been the, ready to come back for a while now, uh, but she's going to be in Houston this weekend. So it looks like she's going to be in the Rumble. I she'll don't do something athletic.
1: I don't think I could care about anything less. <laughs> she's
3: the she's Kofi she's Kingston of, of I, the... Yeah, I was going to say um,
1: that. Yeah, I I was she, going to do something
3: Kofi. Yeah.
1: yeah, get the chair out. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I I quite like all the shouts. I think anything will work. I mean they're not gonna exactly like have Sarah Logan win it, or something like that Um But this has That been... would be a swerve. That would <laughs> yeah. be an ultimate
2: swerve. Yeah.
1: this has been extremely poorly booked though, to be fair, for a for a Royal Rumble, because there has literally only been Charlotte who literally talked about it. Um let's do a bit of a raffle then. I mean it's always good to pick a random number and see how it goes. Listeners, feel free to, to tweet me as well. Today, what well, what number are you gonna go with for this one? For the women's?
3: Number twenty seven. Ooh. I like
1: it. I'm gonna go, fir- go 30 I'm gonna go
2: I'm gonna go thirty. That's cheating. It's not uh, cheating. Uh, uh, but yeah, because but you're just hedging bets on if it is Rhonda, she probably will be thirty. And if it is Shana, oh no, Shana probably won't be thirty. Shana um, could be thirty. Okay. Twenty one. Let's go, twenty one. Yeah, you,
1: you keep a note of this because I'm not. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll yeah. remember, I need
1: yeah.
3: to write this down because yes. I'm going to forget it.
2: Yes,
1: twenty-one, twenty-seven, thirty. I can remember yep. thirty, but I'll forget yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, um, the men's one.
2: Can I just say before we talk about this, let's go on the proviso that Roman's not winning it because they're going to do something else with him. Like Not sorry, they're not doing something else with him. They're going to do him versus the fiend. But they're not going to have him win the rumble. Let's say, let's put that proviso out there. Please, I think please. that makes this conversation yeah. really interesting because there's no one else who's really predictable.
3: Yeah,
1: quite like that. I mean, let's talk. To, let's talk about the build up. I mean, you you're going to have to fill in the blanks on SmackDown, but on Raw, we've had um, Drew McIntyre. Let's focus on Drew McIntyre. He's obviously been booked quite strongly. I think people have said it's because of the BT Sport deal and stuff over here. But I mean. He's he was he was one of the rumoured ones last year to win it. Um before the he had to be fed to Roman because of the story and stuff like that. But he's seemingly getting booked strongly now. And the fa- the semi face turn he's doing is there. Um and it's seemingly interesting. I mean it is 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 this the year of someone like that winning? I'm not I'm not like saying it's a shamus year, where it's completely out the blue, but is there is this is this a year where a mid-carder can win, or is it simply about the main event established talent, you reckon? Uh, Alex,
2: I'll start with you. Um, I think it's almost inevitably either one main eventer, being the one that we've already talked about, or, yes, yeah, someone from the mid-card, because in terms of other main eventers, none of them really work. Brock's going to be in the Rumble, remember? So that's probably how we get his match. But there's a mm. good thing... Good, there's a I mean, there's a reasonable assumption to say that if Velasquez doesn't show up, um, Brock gets eliminated, maybe in the last three, or maybe even last, by the person who goes on to face him. And I think that could very well be true. I think the, do, this sort of half face turn is working really well. For do
1: that. you think Brock will work an out? <laughs> because that's how long rumbles are.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, you could put him out. Like, uh, you could throw him like through a table or some shit, but.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. You could very well, easily that, have that, that means him
1: laying about for fifty minutes, which sixteen <laughs> minutes. Which
2: yeah. I again, I don't think he'll do. No, look, yeah, you're probably right. But I mean, at the same time, it doesn't have to be Velasquez that puts him out. Drew could put him out, go on to win the rumble, and Brock comes out and starts attacking him or something like that. I think the unpredictability is good um, in terms of who you make cases for. Drew's one of the probably one of the stronger ones, I reckon in terms of, every, in terms of you, if you think of everything that's gone up. Usually the people in like the preamble saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to win the Rumble here, and I'm going to win the Rumble here, and I'm going to win the Rumble here. Very few of them ever win it. But I mean, last year, Seth won it, and he was one of those ones that was, mm. during the preamble, being like, yeah, it's my time. I'm, I'm going to do it. So yeah, I think Drew, uh, I think Randy AJ is probably going to go again at Mania. So I don't see either of them winning it. I think... On the smackdown side of things, uh they could pull a fast one and have Brian win it again. No, sorry, not again. He didn't win it last time, did he? He wasn't even in it when he was in WrestleMania yeah. thirty. Um,
1: no, didn't he get up, didn't he get put out in ten minutes or something? Oh uh, yeah,
2: that's right. He just, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. He got eliminated early. And uh that would make again make sense if they pull a fast one and have Brian win it. Um I don't think Velasquez will win it because that would that's get, too much, that too that soon. Get, what, would,
1: what city is it in? Is it, it's in the... Houston. Te- is it Texan? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I
2: don't
1: so, think... It, it won't get shit on like Philly or out like that, but it'd probably get shit
2: no, on. No. It, it would get shit on. Uh, so, but again, I think the field's quite open in terms of if you eliminate the one sort of favourite. Um, Brock being in it is actually quite interesting. I think it generally does make it interesting. The idea that, well, I don't have any other challenges... So, I'm going to show out, and just to show you how dominant I am, I'm going to go out and I'm going to beat 30 other people. And I'm going to prove that there is no one who can match me. That's a good, it, that's it, a good storyline.
1: Is this how our prophecy comes true? Brock v. Bray.
2: <laughs> yes! Jumper Bray puts <laughs> Brock out and just dances his way along.
1: Oh, Bray wins the rumble and then challenges Bray.
2: <laughs> challenges himself. Yeah, Jumper Bray versus the Fiend in some cleverly edited hologram <laughs> hologram technology yeah. Uh, but yeah i don't know i don't know who your your strongest case is for but i think drew looks very interesting
1: yeah he certainly does i mean <clears throat> let's talk a few other candidates because i mean it is the big one um today i mean i'm gonna stick on raw because as I say, it can't be asked on. Uh Seth Rollins and obviously his new his new faction. I mean, uh, it, they've already won the tag champ uh, tag titles on Raw this week. D- is could he could he move into the ma- re remove into the main event picture again? Because I mean, it, he can take the title off Brock before, he? and
3: he's done it before. Yes, I I just think they're still building his character and. He will probably be the heel that the person who beats Brock will be primed to go against. Mm. If if it's a babyface that that beats Brock, that is. And interestingly enough, they seem to be turning Drew McIntyre kind of babyface. Yeah, uh, this whole one-two-three gimmick when he's when he's doing the.
2: <laughs> killing, yeah, killing yeah, the boy, killing yeah. the cameraman. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah, that was the, uh, that was incredible. When I saw your message the other day, Taddy, I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. And I missed it because I fast forwarded through the match because I thought it was the end it was gonna be the end of the match. And I completely missed it and went, Oh, hang on. Was that it? And then just rewound it and just yeet this poor and <laughs> head off it into was to the crowd. It was proper um, clean as well, wasn't it? It was insane. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting because Drew and another pick who I completely just forgot about, uh, Kevin Owens, are probably the two biggest faces on Raw at the moment. I suppose mm. Joe too, but Joe's not necessarily actively a face. Yeah. He's sort of just been placed as a oh, face. Oh, Joe v Brock again. That would be incredible. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> mm. do we, what do we think? Do we think KO's probably going to face Seth at Mania or could he win the Rumble?
3: No, I don't think he's going to be in the title picture.
2: I would like
3: it, yeah. but I can't see it.
2: He's the, only problem not I have,
3: the only problem I have with Drew, by the way, is the fact that I think uh, Jerry picked him.
2: Oh,
1: oh God, yeah. Being oh, one of oh, the and I was yeah. like, oh,
2: for crying out loud. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Actually, yeah, he did, because he's doing, he's doing, he literally <laughs> stolen Corey Graves' gimmick where he's picking like four different.
3: Yeah. He's like,
2: I'm changing my pick, I'm changing my pick. And I think the last pick he settled on was Drew. Yeah, which is a shame.
3: So that was, that that pissed me off quite a bit, um, but I'm hoping that WWE are creative and they bring up Keith Lee and he wins the Rumble, or at least he eliminates Brock.
2: <laughs> I, oh my I god! I think he'll be in it. Um,
1: well, actually, I just mm, thought I think I think he'll him be in or it or
2: Riddle. Well, I think <clears throat> those two will in, be in it.
1: In terms of NXTP, because we do tend to get two or three, maybe yeah. f- three or four. Mm. I mean, I'd probably say Keith Lee. Matt Riddle, they're not doing anything the night, or not anything booked at and the
3: minute. Interestingly enough, between Dream's name has popped up again recently. Yeah, because
2: he's fit now, apparently. Yeah, he's Which would be amazing.
3: So if if this is his debut, that could be pretty cool. But I'm always tentative about debuting people at, at Royal Rumble if they're not going to be winning it. Yeah. yeah so I agree. to be
2: fair, I think we've well, no, actually with the, the only one that would... works Sorry, you... AJ, I think. Sorry, AJ worked a treat in terms okay. of debuting. Yeah. him, even though he didn't win it, yeah. but that's the only one I can think of in recent memory.
3: But also with AJ, majority of the casual fans knew him. Mm. Yeah, that's T- true. I There's, think
1: with, with the Survivor Series exposure, though, I think it does work because League was the fuck. He was the star coming out of that match. Yeah, hmm.
3: he even had that look with Roman. So maybe if oh. you bring the Rumble oh. in no. and around Roman, they have. No, that. that's
1: what they could build to. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: that, that's what I would Surprise! of the one. The other thing is, if you, if you have Riddle, you could very easily build Riddle. Not necessarily Riddle versus Brock. Oh, my God. If you want to have the winner of the Rumble face Brock, have Riddle eliminate Brock.
1: Oh, if you get what yeah, I mean, if I, that made any sense. I get, yeah, I get, it, the person who eliminates Brock will fight Brock at Mania. It doesn't need, necessarily mm. have to be the title match.
3: That's what yeah. best, I think yeah. they're going to get.
1: Oh, that would be sick. Mm. I just thought of someone. Alistair Block?
2: Yeah. It's possible. Because they've So they've done a really good job of building him up without Well, I should know. Sorry, let me. Buddy's done a really good job of building him up <laughs> without without uh you know putting too much like overdoing the whole uh shtick because he's sort of just like and they did for a while, they overdid the shtick where they were like, "Oh, is he good? Is he bad? Oh, I don't know." Whereas now they sort of just let him be, let the fans naturally gravitate towards him because fans do that, uh, and then just have him put on good matches and have him be this stoic. Like you think you thought you could come at you could come at me, but your arrogance is the thing that cost you. In but that but sense,
3: could they be putting the brakes on him a little bit after that whole? um where they messed up and buddy kicked out of the the black mass
2: yeah the, this
3: week, yeah the shoulder went up yeah the shoulder went up and i think that was that was a mess up and this sure, week that's they the
1: went back to,
3: yeah and this week they went back to um black fighting jobbers jobbers yeah just, just to reestablish the the black mass again so i think it might take a while for them to Reestablish that move once again as no one kicks out of it because they they have not mentioned anything about Buddy kicking out of it and then yeah. as quickly as they can to move away it
1: from was it. It's such a good moment as well. Fucking, that's they'll true. bury it as well. Yeah. I well, mean, what,
2: yeah, what, what, that's what true. You... The, I, I liked the idea of him just picking it. Like, I like how they recovered from it because Buddy was just like, yeah, come on, give it to me again, give it to me again, and then bang. So the idea of him kicking out of it sucked, but the idea that followed it up and Buddy just completely being KO'd and then get, managing to st- sit up and just be like, come on, to- I'll give me another one, I can take it." Mm. But the only other thing I'll say is that Heyman loves squash matches and usually the sign of, well, apart from Eric Rowan because I don't know what's happening there, the sign that <laughs> Heyman is trying to figure out
1: fucking the next like
2: step with yeah, yeah, that's just fucking weird. But the next, that's the sign that Heyman's trying to figure out the next step to do with someone is the sign, is usually that He's putting them in squash matches because it's just it's a weird thing that he for some reason he loves. Uh so it could be that Heyman's like, alright, put him in a squash match because the next storyline is going to be I mean, I'm not saying this is in any way like probable. It's just mm. possible that the next step is him winning the Rumble and that was literally just, well, we need some filler.
1: It's interesting that he wasn't putting the the Monday Night Messiah storyline as well. Because you would have mm. thought he could have gone straight into that, but he wasn't. So there must be something else for him. Maybe that's me putting too much faith in WWE. You have some something planned for him. Uh But yeah, I mean, I really, can't, I can't see him like going against Andrade in the current thing. Um, I mean, a push to the main event. It, it, I could see it. I could, I could really it's,
2: see it. It's yeah, it's possible. I don't think it's probable, but. Way this rumble is set up, I think it is possible
1: in a Romanless world. I could probably, I could definitely see it. Um, any anyone on SmackDown today, because I mean, Roman, Ro- Roman aside, I mean, Baron's not gonna, oh God, imagine no, uh, Baron's not gonna win. No, it get for it. that thought out <laughs> of your
2: head, guys. Do <laughs> not put that thought anywhere near reality. Uh, no, dear. no.
1: <laughs> um, but anything else on SmackDown? I mean, Braun's going to be in there being annoying. We know that, um, and it's going to take some twenty people to put him out. Um, SmackDown seems a bit barren for contenders other than Roman, for me.
3: Yeah, I think because Daniel Bryan's already involved in the title picture. Yeah. I don't see him. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's probably their biggest star. Besides the, the the obvious one that we don't want to mention at this point in the time,
2: tab- taboo, taboo,
1: taboo
3: one, yeah. And Braun is
2: <laughs> he shall not be named.
3: <laughs> Braun's going to be in the intercontinental picture, and they don't seem like they're going to be giving him a, a, a the the main title anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the likes of their roster; they've got Sheamus there. Um, I'm trying to think of former champions or big big names, Elias, maybe. Oh my God, Mids. yes. Uh, oh
2: God. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, they they don't, they don't have that much in terms of potential win. Wait, Otis. Yeah. I yeah. was about to
2: say, yeah. yeah. That's a classic win it. Him and Mandy having a Randy Savage and Elizabeth moment in the ring. Oh my God. After Otis has beaten the Fiend. Uh, no, beaten Brock. Why not? Just have him swap yeah. brands. Uh, yeah, that would be correct. I think two things from SmackDown. One, Morrison's going to do something mad. Two, Kofi's going to try and outdo whatever Morrison does that is mad.
3: Oh, nice.
2: Uh, that mm. follows me on to. Kofi's sort of a sleeper in all this. What I if for- he yeah, I forgot about wins? That. What if they do Kofi?
3: again? think done. Yeah, I think. I,
1: yeah, that's that's got. I think if Xavier was about, you could do something, but. The new Davey, yeah, new Davey. What was it Mor- What did it call Miz and Morrison? I can't remember what the word that um, Miz called. Morrison. That that seems the like a Wrestle. Was it the A-list? Oh God, that sounds awful. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a WrestleMania match. Um, hmm.
2: the only other thing I was thinking was I was trying to pick like a if they were going to do an absolute shock, it would probably be Big E. I think.
3: What about here? Here's one. Um, sorry, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just no, no. looking at. You, right? <laughs> okay, left in terms of left field options, obviously the one that always gets thrown around is CM Punk. But one oh. that I think could be a left field one is Edge. He's been training at the performance. Oh, well can, not really full on training. I, I can't see beaten. him winning.
1: Yeah. yeah, I can see yeah. him being in it. I think Beth Phoenix, I just, I just, Beth Phoenix would neck. Beth Phoenix would kick the shit out of him at home if he did more than the Saudi shows, I imagine.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that, I mean, I can see, I can definitely see him being in it, uh, but I can't, I just, from my personal perspective, he's a hero of mine and just knowing how bad his neck is, I couldn't tolerate, like I could see him doing a 10 minute Saudi match where he only has to hit maybe a spear in his moveset, but a Mania match where he would have to go sort of deeper to put on a classic edge match. That would make like my skin sort of I shiver think, because I, 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 just, I can't that see. Neck.
1: I can't see like Edge V the thing Christ him against Brockwood. no, yeah, <laughs> no, no, he, he he will not. He would not get through that.
2: But it it's a good shout for him being in it. I think yeah. That would. I mean,
1: is there any is there any returns? Like, I mean, you mentioned Punk there. I mean, if Punk's in it, surely he's got to win.
3: Yeah, he would win it. The, the only returns at the moment is, I don't know if Big Show is announced for it. but I think, I think, K-
1: I think Kane's in it as Kane well. Kane definitely
3: is, um, so they're saying. Um, and then the problem for them, though, is their they're main roster guys, in terms of people that are named in the rumble, I think they've filled up probably like 25 spots already.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think few, they have. Uh,
3: tag teams. So they've only got five surprises, and that, so that will be two of them will be old, NXT. Yeah. So if two of them are NXT, maybe two old timers that have zero chance of winning it. They usually like to throw those in there, uh, and then at, at a stretch, one surprise, maybe. Mm, is
1: is Undertaker a possibility?
2: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause Cause have he, you watched his um, interview with Stone Cold?
1: I did but yeah. do, we, do we know when that was filmed or was
2: it nah, probably a while ago, but I think the ominous part was him saying, I want to end it on my terms. I want to end it. Like I know I'm reaching the end. I want to end it special. Mm. And I don't think feeding him. Hey, mm. yeah. I don't think having him work even 10 minutes in the rumble, making him look sort of slow. And old and then having him at another WrestleMania made event where again, he's made to look slow and old. I don't think that's the way he goes out. I think he goes out in a classic undertaker match with the gong hitting against someone, or maybe someone calls him out again. I don't know, but I think his next match will probably be his last. And I think that's going to involve the classic undertaker style. Uh, Gong hits.
3: His last match uh, should have been Bray Wyatt or oh, The Fiend beating him at Mania without the title yeah. being involved. Yeah, that should, should have. have. His match.
2: His, in terms of what actually happened, his last match should have been Roman at 33. Yeah. It was the perfect parable for the young overtaking the old. And he left his hat in the ring and everything. And the, and lo- then...
3: the locker room leader, he was effectively yeah. passing on the locker room leadership to yeah. Roman.
2: Exactly. And then the Roman promo afterwards. For it. this is my uh, now best promo of that year. Yeah. But anyway, we can't really say that yeah, anymore the because top. Taker came back and had an awful match with Goldberg. So uh, what's done is done. Oh dear.
1: Right, uh, we're well near an hour and forty-five now. Um, let's let's get on this then. Let's get some names out there. Let's put these. Let's put this in pen. Uh, Teddy, I'm gonna put you on the spot first. Who are you going with? I
3: can't pick Roman, hey.
2: No. I mean you I mean, n- let's name, say they n- all pick Roman. Okay. That's yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's let's all, all, all number pick... two. Yes.
3: Okay, that makes sense. Um, can you come back to me? Sorry.
1: Oh, you cheeky like, I, you cheeky I... bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I the more I think about it, the more I think uh Joe. Because you can't really have Joe and KO face Seth together at Mania. Because I don't think a triple threat works very well. Uh, and Joe was sort of understated. But they're trying to bring him back big time. So me thinks Joe is my sleeper number two, yeah.
1: I'm going to stick with Alistair. Because I don't see where else he goes. And I could see him v Brock. And I think that would be kind of special.
2: Hmm. That would work a treat. All right, Teddy, you got yours. Yep. This came back so (laughs) (laughs) quickly. I'm going
3: to go with Keith Lee. That
2: would be that would be
1: that would be the biggest push ever from NXT. Yeah,
3: you could make. That's the thing. That's what the Royal Rumble was meant to be intended for to make a shot You could make someone from it, and I think with his momentum, with that look with Roman Reigns um you need a big guy to come in and take out Brock Lesnar especially if, if you know the plan is to have him go away for a while Keith Lee could become your next big man so oh but there's still Drew no I'm going with Drew sorry <clears throat> going with Drew
2: no there uh, you go
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> to be fair you can do Keith Lee Robin in the rumble
3: one way oh, or another. Jerry Dola of this of the spot.
1: Yeah, you, you, you can change to Keith Lee when it's him and Roman last two. <laughs> oh god that'd be a good. And then song. you'll
2: be we'll be professing you're the Oracle. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh dear me. Um so yeah Romans winning the rumble. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Raffle, I will go I'll go 19, because I was born on that day.
2: I'm going to go number nine. I'm thinking it's going to be someone early.
1: We already know Brock's number one, so if you feel it, it's pick number <Yeah>. one.
3: <laughs> the thing is, Roman needs, always needs to eliminate a few people, so he needs to be in there for a while. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go 20. Has that been taken? No, no, nineteen.
1: No. nineteen,
2: 19
3: nine, nineteen 19, and twenty. Yep. 19, 9 and twenty. Okay,
1: I'll get yep. that up. So Roman's eliminating ten people for you, eleven for me. <laughs> 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 Twenty-one for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smashes on record. Yeah. Uh, oh, Keith Lee coming in and break that record. That'd be good. Um Anyway, we're getting distracted because we all know Roman's winning. Um Yeah, we'll finish up there, but I mean, before we finish Do you think it'll be, let's say it's a weekend with uh, with Worlds Collide, do you think it'll be a good weekend, Alex?
2: I do. I love this weekend because uh, sometimes there's takeover, sometimes there's not. Uh, In fact, actually, was there a takeover last year? I can't remember. I think 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 the weekend, yeah, yeah, I think there was. I think this weekend will be that first little kickstart towards Mania season that everyone loves. And even when it's not, the, as like we were saying before, not the most well-planned-out Mania yet, and there's not that much there, all you need is a couple of little surprises, a couple of little inklings here and there, a couple of, you know, maybe he'll be around, maybe Velveteen Dream will do whatever. Um, all you need is a couple of those things to really get the engines going towards Mania, and yeah, this part of the year is just brilliant for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's my, it's my favourite pair for you. I think you both said the same. Um, today, well, you are not going to be good.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, that Worlds Collider is going to be insane. It's just going to set the tempo. And you always need a show like that before a big WWE pay-per-view because NXT guys usually bring it, and then it puts the good kind of pressure on the main roster to try and step it up. And Rumbles are always fun. And then one last thing with regards to Rumble, I did find it quite funny on Raw. um, Paul Heyman, when he was doing his little shtick, he mentioned that... Um, there'll be intermittent. What was it? Intermittent intervals between people coming into the oh, rumble.
1: Yeah, but
3: clearly it's going to be. It's not going to be the set ninety seconds uh, that they usually do. And I think he 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 said that quite a few times, and he did it on purpose, <laughs> just to, just to, to, so they have that escape when they when there are too many people in the ring and they need someone to clear people out. They're just going to send people out there and and, and all that kind of thing. So they're definitely not going to be working to a timer. In terms of strict times of, of people mm. coming in, it's just going to be as and when they they see fit, I think.
1: Maybe Brock can just do it in 20 minutes and there's a lot of free, just yeet everyone out. <laughs> 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 uh, the shortest rumble ever. <laughs> 25 minutes, it's just a rock. It's what you do on the WWE games. You just throw one person out yeah. as they come in, <laughs> just chuck it around. Yeah, oh dear. Uh, but yeah, that, it's been a long one. Uh, I'll. I'll figure some timestamps, out. I don't know why I tell you this at the end of the pod, people. I'll put it in the tweet. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening if you've lasted this long. And thank you, uh, you two, for joining me, because it is quite late here and early for Alex. Um, But, yeah, thank you, everyone. Goodbye.